Hello, all you Coruscant Knights with a K. I hope you enjoy this, the third and final part of the Manus and Sol trilogy. I just wanted to take a minute and remind everyone about the Akatacon Kickstarter that went live yesterday. Without any further ado, here's Chris. Hey, thanks for having me on. My name is Chris Berlew. I am the Game Master of the Redemption Podcast. We're a Star Wars actual play. I'm also lucky enough to be a player on Tales of Blood and Stone, which is a Shadow of the Demon Lord actual play, which both of those shows are proud members of the RPG Academy Network. And before we jump into the game, I'd love to take just a minute and talk about a Catacon. Catacon is the RPG Academy's premier tabletop gaming convention, and it's returning to the Dayton Convention Center November 8th through the 10th. Catacon is my favorite convention, it's not focused just on playing the big, well-named RPGs and board games, but it's a convention for learning new games, learning new things, discovering new friends. Uh, I personally run a lot of games there, and I know there are a ton of amazing games that are offered there. Uh, Cypher System will be there, a uh, bunch of Power by the Apocalypse, uh, Dread, Wushu, obviously Shadow of the Demon Lord. I run Star Wars when I'm there. Plus, this year at Catacons, also going to have Contessa running games and a Games on Demand program. But the Catacon's not just for role-playing. We also have an ever-expanding board game library, and that'll be available once again, and it's free to use for anybody that has a badge. There's also gonna be game demos by RPG and board game designers. Uh, they're there just to teach you the game and get some feedback from it. Uh, there's a ton to do at a Catacon. We also do some live uh, podcast recordings. We do seminars on various topics. Uh, there's tons of different types of live shows. I know last year and the year before Redemption, we did a live panel. Last year's we took the crew, threw them on to like a Star Wars version of Jerry Springer and got the audience involved. It was a ton of fun. In my opinion, a catacon punches well above its weight when it comes to the guests and due to its size, you get to spend a whole lot more time with the guests. Uh, and we have a ton of amazing guests that are coming in. I know I've got to meet Rich Baker, got to play Geek Wars with him. He's an amazing guy. I'm excited because Rob Schwab's going to be there this year, the guy who wrote Shadow of the Demon Lord. Uh, hoping to actually sit down and play some games with him. Uh, the Kickstarter for Catacon, it's going to go live March 21st, and it will run until April 20th. The Kickstarter allows the RPG Academy to ensure uh, that we have the funds to cover the upfront costs. Uh, like the deposit on the venue, bringing in the special guests. If you purchase badges through the Kickstarter, uh, it helps us guarantee a great convention and your chance to score a discounted rate. You know, get through the Kickstarter, get a little bit cheaper. Also through the Kickstarter, we do have GM badges. Also, this is a big one. On the Kickstarter, we have a limited number of VIP badges. Those are amazing because that's your chance to come hang out at the VIP party, Plus, you get invited to the faculty retreat the next year, which is kind of a smaller version of a catacon. Uh, we also have some demo badges. All, all the information for that is on the website, acatacon.com. So get ready for the Kickstarter on March 21st. Uh, please help us make a catacon the number one convention that everybody wants to be at. Secrets hide like lothcats in search of prey. Using the darkness to their advantage, they remain unseen. But what's the fun in a secret if you don't have anyone to share it with? Welcome to Coruscant Nights. That door opens. But it wasn't you that opened it. The door slides open, and a... A uh, ring of blue shoots out from it, and since Manus is in front of it opening the door, you are hit by a stun bolt. Okay. Five stun damage. So as soon as that hits, uh, Manus jumps behind Saul. Uh, yeah, I think they were ready for us. Saul sees a young Gungan standing there, hands shaking, two hands on a blaster pistol, a little holdout blaster. You stay away from me. We come in peace. I doubt it. Big guy's got his gun out. Saul 
holsters his gun in his uh, kind of chest holster and puts his hands up. All four of them. Yeah. You're going to have to talk him down. Um, all, all right, kid. Just, just put it down. We're just we're just here for some answers. That's all we want. Answer. That's. I'm the one who should be asking for answers. Who are you? I'm Manus Orain, and you're Afgar Runkles, right? Who who told you that name? We both were on Munilus. Mm. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. You're. You two should go. You should you get out of here. He he looks like he's uh, have he's got a little bit of uh, mental anguish going on right now, um, and that that trigger finger is really really shaky. It, it's all right, kid. We're 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 just here to we're here to help. We can help you. We can take you. We can take you away from here. We can keep you safe. You weren't supposed to. You weren't supposed to find. No one's supposed to find me. How'd you find me? He, he found you. Wait, you found... How'd you find me? Because this is where we would go to hide if we were still running from him. From, from him? He's dead, you know. I, I saw it. His eyes go wide. Really? Yeah. How else did we get out? Afka takes a deep breath and puts the gun down on a table. And sort of backs up against the wall and leans on it a little bit. Yeah, come in. Close the door. Nobody, nobody knows I'm here. Manus walks in, shuts the door after Saul walks in. Yep. The apartment is small and dirty, and you see the glowing blue of a computer monitor from the next room over. There are security. There are like a, a handful of security cameras, all looking at different angles. And Afka is like just shaking his head in the corner. He puts his hand on his head and he looks up at you. Why are you here? There was a ambassador that was looking for us. Us? The name's on the list. He looks a little confused. And he walks into his other room and goes over to his computer and starts typing. She's dead now. Who, who was it? A mutilist ambassador. Aria Saul. Um, I can't believe he's gone. Don't have to look over my shoulder. But, well, if, I mean, if you found me, the Dims could find me. That's true. You should find somebody that can help protect you. The carpet. Yeah, I should. Well, okay, but you didn't tell me why you're. I mean, why are you really here? Who's this guy? He points at he points at Saul. Oh, this is Saul. He's my partner. He currently works for the Republic Security Forces. Oh, Republic Security Forces. It's okay. Mm, I don't know. He's Manus leans over and tries to whisper and says, "He's easily controlled," and then winks. Oh, he's been drinking the water. Yeah. Okay. I get it. He doesn't know the truth yet. Um, but, okay. Why are you here, though? Because the ambassador's dead. Yeah, but... And we're trying to find out who killed I him. I don't know the ambassador. It's probably the Dims. They're terrible. Yeah, but I, I don't know where they are. Oh, you don't know where they are. All right. He turns around and starts typing again on the computer. And you can see on his... He's got, like, three or four monitors. And he pulls up a big map. And it's like, all right, so we got a sighting here, we got a sighting here, we got a sighting here. Um, the whole thing with that senator happened over here. Uh, a little Onderon. Let's see what we I've been tracking them for weeks. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're actually real close to here. Um, kind of why I came down here. I wanted, I wanted to keep a good eye on them. Didn't expect them to be able to find me or anything. And let me just check on this chat room. And yeah, there's another setting over here. He's he's doing all this computer stuff, and a little circle appears on the map. If we if we triangulate all the sightings with uh, the incident last week and everything else, we're looking at uh, about a two square mile 
radius from the meatpacking plant right at the entrance to the the undercity. Is that helpful? He's he's looking back and forth from Manus to Saul. Yeah. Uh, Saul's scratching his chin. Hmm. So the meatpacking plant, huh? I mean, within two square miles, give or take. That's a lot of ground to cover. Kind of. True, true. Anyway, we... But there's two of you, right? Yeah, that's still quite a bit. One square mile each. Anyway, we could narrow it down. Uh, um... If I knew more... What else do you need to know? Let's see. So... He he looks at Manus. What can you do? I can fix things. No, there's more. You can do more than that, right? I'm really good at fixing things. What? I mean, we're really good at fixing things. Oh, is there someone else? What well, Jax helps. Where's Jax? Where he needs to be. I don't see him. Is he here? He looks at Saul. Is he behind you, Saul? Nope, there's nobody behind me. Haven't seen anything, actually. I don't know really what he's talking about. Okay, well, I got this thing where I can sort of, I get I get feelings off people. Like, I, I wasn't paying attention when you were coming in, otherwise I would see that he was, he was feeling like scared, determined, kind of professional stuff. And you were scared, determined, kind of unprofessional kind of stuff. Uh, you do anything like that? No, just just jacks. Okay, all right. I just just wondering. I mean, I would, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone. But you seem to be like me, so I thought you might have something like that. I I don't know. Maybe we should. Okay. Do a little more research on this. Okay. What What else do you know about the ambassador? He starts typing again. And he's able to pull up some some files on the ambassador to see that she was doing like humanitarian aid for the planets affected by the Clone Wars. As he's typing, uh, Manus looks over. And says, uh, can Can you bring me that data pad? And he's pointing at a data pad sitting on a table, and it all of a sudden that works. One light side. It floats over to him. Oh, thanks, Jax. And he starts typing on it to help out. And Afka has a little um, security camera monitor in the bottom corner of his screen where that shows the the room. And he, like, jolts over and looks at it. Was that Jax? Well, yeah. How else did it get over here? That's cool. Yeah, he's good. I wish I had a Jax. He's very fast. What does Soul think of this? Soul says something like, uh, "What? What? What did? I, what did I just see right there? What was that? How? how who? Uh, uh, Manus, I, uh, I, uh, I'm a little confused. I'll be honest. What are you confused about? Well, uh, I just saw something just floated through the air, and uh, eh, yeah. Oh boy, I don't know." Manus looks right at uh, Afka. What is he talking about? He's talking about Jax. Oh, yeah. You you see Jax and... Yeah, I forgot. The rest of us don't. Yeah. Jax is, uh... He likes to stay hidden. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Jax is like us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like us. And he looks at Saul. Hidden. Hidden, huh? Is it... Is it some kind of? Is it so? It's some kind of com- computer or a, a magnet or something you keep hidden. Is that what you're talking about? Sort of. All right. Only more. Uh, Jax just has the ability to move very quickly, so people can't see him. Uh, say no more, kid. I, I, it's it's one of those computer things, I guess. That's uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> As you're having that conversation, Afka, he's he's just looking at stuff about about Arya Sol, and she was involved in a tech company that provides assistance to uh, worlds in need, and she was trying to raise money for a company that provides humanitarian aid and gets doctors from, from all over the galaxy to go visit planets that have been at war and under siege, 
seems like she was a pretty good person. And he is, let's see if he's able to, it's very good. He says, okay, all right, so that senator, that senator who uh, yeah. came after me last week, I got into his system. It looks like he's been talking to somebody and they've been talking about uh, machine parts and building something. This is interesting because because last time I looked into it, it was all about like artifacts and stuff, and and there was no there weren't no machines or anything. And it, yeah, it is down here, and it is. Uh, I can narrow that search down a little bit more. So looking at that map again, that big circle radius goes down by more than half. I should have known. Water treatment facility. They've been putting stuff in the water. This guy's been drinking it. Who, me? Do I look like I drink water? Pretty sure that's where they are. Yeah, 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 you. Working for the government. Yeah. Uh, he takes a sip of some... Uh, no, he, he doesn't have anything he can drink out of. He doesn't have a little flask? I thought about adding that, but no. So down there used to be this water treatment plant down here that provided water for the local uh, neighborhoods, but they kept growing and growing, and it couldn't it couldn't uh, keep up. So it's abandoned. Makes sense that they'd pick someplace like that where they could put stuff in the water supply, control people's minds, that kind of thing. So at this point, you can tell that Afk has got some ideas, whether they're true or not. Who knows? Man, it's exciting. So the senator found out about this? Probably. Or maybe, you know, maybe someone leaked the list. Who knows? I mean, they found me. Well, the list was found on Munalist. Yeah. In an old warehouse on an island. I don't want to talk about that. I think it was the 12 of us that escaped. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Um, well, we don't either, but we don't have a choice. She, she died trying to help us. We've got to... Yeah. We've got to do the right thing. Yeah, we've got to do the right thing. We can't be afraid of him anymore. He's dead. We gotta get the rest of that list. We gotta find the others. It's ten other names. Yeah. I mean, if if we're both here, I mean, maybe we're all here. Maybe. It can't be a coincidence that you and I are both here. Alright, so what are we gonna do? We have to figure out who killed her and get the list. Okay. I think that water treatment plant's our place to go. I agree. I don't really want to go, though. Neither do I. But we have Saul. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can take the lead on this one. Uh, yeah, just uh, just another sting operation. No big deal. Let's head to that water treatment plant. I'll take care of everything. I would like Saul to make a, a quick leadership check because uh, yeah. your Gungan friend's not too happy to go along. He's had a run-in with these guys before and doesn't want to repeat. What's the difficulty? The difficulty is two. Well, I got three success and a threat. Okay, I, I guess I'll come. Um, but if I can, if I can stay in the speeder, uh, I could probably help you from from the outside. I'm really good at computers. Oh, all right, that sounds good. Let's uh, sync up our uh, comlinks. We might need some help once we're in there. Here, hold on. He grabs your comlink. Mine's encrypted. It's it's hard to sync up. Let me let me do this. Uh, and he follows you out to the speeder. So it's a short drive to the water treatment plant. It's very dark at this point. It is probably past 1.30 in the morning, and all the streets are empty at this point. You passed by a, a few dwindling trash can fires, and you hear the snoring of various people from tents and alleys. You approach the water treatment plant. It looks like it's dark inside. We should probably sneak up. I, I agree. I'm, I can be pretty sneaky. Don't you worry. <laughs> You're really big. Don't worry, kid. I've, I've snuck up on plenty of people. Uh, okay, let's go. You approach the main entrance stealthily, quietly, and don't see anybody watching. The front door is just a, a regular door. It looks like there was a security booth at one point, um, but the window is smashed in and it is vacant. Hmm. I think that's the way they broke in. Uh, looks like it. Unmistakable. The front door is ajar. 
Um, Saul is going to, he's taking cover on his way up to the door. He gets to one side of the door and kind of pushes it open with the front of his unholstered blaster. It is a, an old fashioned swingy door on hinges. Oh, that's what I was hoping. Yeah. It creaks as you open it. The hallway that it opens up on, it's very dark and you can see, um, pipes lining the the walls and ceiling and very very far along you see a a blue glow Saul's gonna enter and he's gonna gesture for Manus to follow um so with your successful leadership check earlier do you think that Afka would follow you I mean, you did get a threat, so he he really wanted to stay in the speeder. Well, maybe it was so successful that he's going to follow, like, um, without us knowing. Maybe. Okay. So you do leave, leave Afka in the speeder, and he's got his little data pad with him. So you see from behind you, the, there's a, a blue glow on the Gungan's face, and in front of you, a distant glow at the end of the hallway. Now, if you want to approach that... That's going to be a stealth check. Um, I think that that would be how Saul's going to approach it. Okay. So you hear a little voice in your ear. Okay. I'd say that since you are with the Republic Security Force, you've got a little in-ear comlink. And uh, Afka is such a good hacker that he he's basically in your ear right now. And he says, there's seven of them. End of the hallway. Big room. Catwalk across the top of it bank of computers all right well that's good to know seven guys so do you want to do a group stealth check to approach the room um before that Saul says uh Manus you got a you got a firearm on you yes and Manus pulls out a little holdout blaster just this all right good as long as you got something because uh I think we're about to be in in a firefight here all right, so for the group's stealth check, it'll be higher agility with higher stealth. Um, I have, yeah, I have one yellow and two greens. Um, so it's agility. What's yeah, agility and stealth. What's I don't have any. Yet? I don't have any stealth, so it's just my ability. So okay, so we'll go with uh, Manus's agility. Okay, what's our difficulty? I'll give you a boost because of the darkness and. Um, you could also get a boost for knowing what's coming up. The difficulty is two purples and a red. Good luck with that red, since your dice don't like you. Okay. It didn't hurt me too bad. Uh, one success with three threats. Okay. So you approach this room at the end of the hall, and you get onto the catwalk that is above it. You see these seven people down below three of them are on three different computer terminals and one of them points at what could only be a security camera feed and points at Saul's car outside three of these people run out a door on the lower level so you guys are above them and they are below you and three of them run out in the direction of your car looks like your speeder was useful after all well useful but not for Afka. Uh, Afka, come in. You got three three people coming your way right now. Three? Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave the car behind. Hope that's okay. Uh, it'll be alright. Okay. Alright, so you've got a few people left in this room. What are you going to do? Manus is going to kind of hide and just observe. He's trying to figure out which one is in charge. It's pretty easy to see. The, the three that were standing, well, there were four standing, three of them have left. And the three others are are at the computer terminals. It looks like they're combing through data, maybe searching for something. And one person is standing behind them. That person um, has some sort of weird mechanical things on their hands. Um, so since you're being observant, this room is is a decent size. There is the they've got their setup on one side, and on the other side, there's a big pool full of water. And it looks like there's a turbine inside that's not going right now. There are a lot of pipes on the walls and um, metal banister on the catwalk. There's a staircase that goes up on the far side of the room to the catwalk that you're on. Saul is going to 
slowly walk down the catwalk towards these people. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, all right, cover me, Manus. Follow my lead. As he heads down the stairs towards them, they're all facing away from him. Yeah, they're all looking at these monitors. He he announces to the room, all right, everybody, hands where I can see him. You're all under arrest under the suspicion of murder. The three at the computers look up towards you. The, the fourth one gestures at them, just keep going. And he puts his hands up in the air. You can see that he's wearing some sort of large metal contraptions over his hands. And there are wires and like tubes. And on one of them, it, there are like, what are those things called? Those like light bulb tube things. It's very steampunky. He puts his, his hands up and starts walking towards Saul. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, that's for. He's approaching you slowly. That's for us to decide. And stop right there. Don't come any closer. He stops. Hey, there's there's nothing wrong here. Why don't you come over here and, and see what we're doing? I, I'm comfortable right where I am, buddy. Uh, what is Manus doing right now? Manus has his holdout blaster in his hand. He's just kind of standing behind Saul. Okay, so he's visible. Yeah. Listen, what'd you say your name was? I, I didn't say it. How about that? Okay, well... My name's Castellan. This person is a a human. They've got dark hair and a a short beard. I th- I think we can we can talk this out. He takes another step towards you. What did I just say? I said stay where you are. I don't want you coming any closer to me, buddy. I think it's time for us to roll for initiative. All right. I will let you decide what you are rolling. All right. So what is uh, Soul rolling? Cooler vigilance. Uh, vigilance. So... So, one success and three advantage. Alright, what is Manus rolling? Uh, I'm gonna roll cool, because I feel like this okay. is a little bit of a stressful situation for him. Yeah. Wow. One success and four advantage. One success, four advantage. Okay. So what happens next? Soul is not expecting at all. The human who has his hands up, he, he sort of tenses his fingers and oh boy, jolts of electricity come out of the palms of his hands. He puts his hands down towards you and you are just racked with energy, taking five damage. All right. And he backs up a little bit towards the computers. And then you guys have the next two slots. Right, go ahead. I think Saul would act first. Okay, so I just got electrocuted. Yep. Saul kind of he kind of goes down almost onto one knee, but not quite, and aims his heavy blaster right at this dude's hand and this like weapon that he's got, mm-hmm. and he's gonna fire at it. Okay, Chris, remind me. There's a is it a special difficulty for... Uh, it's, I think it's two black dice if you aim up in a specific spot. So it's, it's you're at short range, so it's just going to be one purple and then two black dice. All right, I got two success and a threat. Okay. All right, so let's. what's the, the damage on your weapon is seven, correct? Yep. And you got two successes? Yep. Okay, you shoot at one of his metal hands and you hit it and sparks fly out of it. It's still functional, but it is it is fairly damaged. Okay. Manus? Did we need did we need to roll initiative for Jax? No. <laughs> Manus looks at the guy with the big arms and Uh huh. You you're probably forcing them to do what they don't want to do. Slowly raises up his holdout blaster and fires at this guy. He's hit at short range, right? It's at short range, yep. Really? One success with two advantages. So All right, and you are uh, six five. Damage. Six damage total. Six. Okay. This guy is wearing this big heavy cloak, and you hit him right in the shoulder, and his cloak starts smoking a little bit. And he steps backward a little bit, but 
he's not down yet. So at this point, the the three people who are on computers, they um, push those chairs away from them and they all run towards the tougher looking of the two of you. They run towards Saul and I guess they're going to take strain to <laughs> get their little knives out. So each of them has a little jagged knife that pops out of their sleeve and they start going after Saul. So you've got these three people around you. One is a Duros, one is a Gran, and the last is a another human. All right. And you're this really big, meaty guy, mm-hmm. and uh, you've been trained for this. Yep. So you see the knives coming at you, and you just swat them aside one at a time. Yeah, he, he can do that easily with his... Uh, he's got two arms that are just not occupied at all. Yeah. And now don't forget that as a basilisk, you get to take your second maneuver without taking any strain. Just so you know. I also have a talent that lets me holster and unholster my weapon without strain, I believe. Yeah, you have a quick draw. So it's weapon or other small item that is convenient. So we are back around at the top and the guy with the with the hands. He thinks that his his three minions have things taken care of. So he runs over to the computers and starts typing. He grabs a small disc and plugs it in one of the computers. And it's back around to you guys. Go ahead, Saul. Alright, so I'm occupied with these three minions and there's a big baddie on the computer. He, he's got the same uh, sort of view on computers as Saul and it's going to take him a little, little while to get what he needs off those computers. Alright, it's it's just in my nature to, to do something like this, but um, Saul is going to pick up the Doros uh-huh. and he raises him over his head and he's going to throw him at the other two. Okay, roll a ranged light, I guess. I don't, I, I won't argue that you can't do that because like you're a big guy and you got four arms, so you can try it. Um, so roll a ranged light with a setback because this guy is larger than the average thing that you would throw. Okay. Um, and what's my difficulty going to be? Um, you're still in close range, so it's still one. Bummer. I got a failure with three advantages. Okay, so you chuck this guy and the other two guys step aside. What are your three advantages? The one guy that I chuck is going to crash into some kind of scaffolding nearby and can I sit can I like uh what's the word he's kind of a little woozy or something like um well you certainly you definitely separated him from his the rest of his group so all right um, fair enough we'll make their next roll that much worse how about that sure all right we're back around to Manus is that correct um uh, Manus sees the big boss playing on the computers and he pulls his hold up little blaster out and he's actually aiming at the computer. Ooh, okay. And he's going to fire at the computer. If you can't do what you're doing, then I'll save people. Computer's big enough that yeah, I don't think you get a setback for that one. Okay. Right. Just one success and one advantage. Six six damage to the computer. I think I think that you just like blow a hole in the screen of the computer. It's fried. This person turns back at you and scowls. And on his next turn, he's probably coming after you. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, we've got some minions here that were not too upset about you throwing their friend. Wow. This time, Sol was distracted. He picked this guy up and went to throw him at his two buddies they ducked around the side and one of them was able to hit Saul with his jagged knife dealing five damage ignoring two soak and the guy with the electronic hands the modified shock gloves very angry that you blew up his computer he's gonna come after Manus next so he runs uh, up to not directly on top of you but in a place where he's not worried about hitting his own people 
try and shock you. Shouldn't be too hard. Anytime you want to use these light side points to upgrade the roll. Yeah, I'm not afraid to do that now. It'll be more difficult yeah. for him to hit me. You want to do that? Yeah. I like I like where a despair could go in this. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, he did not roll one. You can see that they, they sort of charge up a little bit, and where Sol shot the one earlier, some sparks fly up. He lifts them up and turns them to face you, and lightning comes out of the fingertips of these gloves, dealing seven damage to you. Okay. Who wants to go next? Um, maybe Manus, you should try and defend yourself. Yeah. Manus is going to take aim at him and try to fire back. I'm going to spend one of these other light side points so I can upgrade one of my dice. Okay. Ooh, that's better. Three successes with two threats. Eight damage and two threats. All right, so th this shot, you hit him where his cloak was open, and it hit him a little bit harder. He's kind of a tough-looking guy, despite his very well-manicured beard. He's hit by this shot, and it absorbs a little bit. It doesn't completely take him down. Who's up next? As you saw. The more he gets hurt, the angrier he, angrier he gets. So Sol just took a blade to the side and... Uh, yeah, it was only like a glancing blow, right? It wasn't that bad. It did, it did pierce his armor. Yeah. Which uh, caused him quite a bit of pain. Whiffer stabbed him. Which uh, which minion was it? It was the Gramps who we threw. Yeah. So either the human or the... And you, sorry, just to interrupt, you do have a soak of four, right? Oh, I was doing three because I wasn't sure if you added the extra one. I did not add add that one. So you have a soak of four. Okay. So yeah, it was the Gran with his sort of okay. goat kind of head with three eyes, little antenna things. Saul kind of, he does like kind of like a crap fall. He kind of bends over like he's in lots of pain. And then he kind of chuckles to himself. <laughs> and he grabs the grand by the ankles and swings him okay. at the uh, human. Which human? The uh, uh, human um, minion. minion. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're rolling a melee attack. I'm gonna give you one setback because it's it's a person-sized object. I feel like it should do more damage if it if it uh, lands the attack lands. We'll see. Roll it. So what's the difficulty? Two for melee. How many light sides do we have left? One, I think. You got one over there, Chris? Yep. Okay. And we'll save it. I got a success with an advantage. All right. So base damage on this guy is going to be four. Or no. Three plus. Three plus. What's your brawn? Three. Three. And you got one success. All right, one of the two of them is dead. Tell me what happens. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a shameful way to die. Uh, I'm gonna say that the he swings the gand and it knocks the human in the head. The human kind of does like a sprawling somersault and lands on the ground dead. Mm -hmm. And my advantage is that he lets go of this guy, you know three feet off the ground and he's gonna go kind of sailing through the through the room it's gonna go flying okay the two of you can decide together what afka is doing right now he's still got his his little hacking rig so there there are a lot of systems in here that he could be messing with hopefully he's countering whatever they were trying to do well you now that you blew up that computer i mean there's still two of them and you can see the the data is moving across them pretty quickly but you definitely blew up the one that he was he was trying to get stuff out of. Uh, maybe he's triggering the alarm to bring in more security forces. Sounds good. Okay. This human slumps to the floor. As he goes down, an alarm starts going off. Red lights start twirling in various corners of the room. And the other human, the one with the, the beard, he looks very unhappy right now. Very angry with, with the two of you. He's just going to try and run. So he starts running towards the door that you saw those three people exit from earlier. The remaining two people in that minion group sort of try to pick themselves up. They start running after him, but they don't get quite as far. Um, are we still in combat? Yeah. Okay. Still got the big boss. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's still, he's trying to get out, but yeah, he's still around. 
Alright, what do we do? Try and gun him down or tackle him? You know what? Actually, what he does... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my mind just a little bit. On his way out, he turns. He charges up his gloves. And he tries to fire them at one of the computers. He's at such a distance that the electricity doesn't quite reach where he wants to go. So he's still in the room, but he's trying to get to that door as, as fast as he can. All right. Uh, he, he's already tried to hurt Manus a couple times, so Manus is going to try to continue shooting him. Okay. Let's go for it. Is he still at short range? Yeah, he's still at short range. It's not that big a room. One success with three advantages, so six damage. I'll say that Manus' shot hits him in the shoulder, and he kind of spins, and it knocks him down a little bit, making it a little easier for uh, Saul to do whatever Saul wants to do next. Yeah, he's in that sort of position that Saul was in before. He almost took a knee, but didn't quite. Saul's up next. Saul's just going to pull out his heavy blaster and shoot at that guy. He's He's been a threat to the two of us, and... He can't escape, and he needs to be held responsible for the, these attacks and all this okay. stuff that's happened to them. Okay. So he's going to shoot at him. Do you want to use that last light side point to upgrade your shot? Why not? Okay, so what happens if I... I think I'm rolling two yellow. What if I... So if I upgraded that, do I add a green? You add a green, yep. And what's my difficulty? It's still one short range. You're all still in, in the same smallish room. Any advantage or disadvantage? Nope. Or setbacks. I mean, you could aim. Okay. You you have those free maneuvers, yeah. I mean, I was assuming I was probably gonna like, you know, police officers always like aim extra hard. Two hands on the gun, one on the bottom. Take two boosts for your extra aiming. That seems almost unnecessary. But it's something you could do. No such thing. All right, he's aiming like right for the right for the chest. Square on, trying to take this guy down. And he didn't do great. <laughs> Tons of, he had all the opportunity in the world. He got one success. This is soul, not lucky. You're supposed to do well. I know, I know. So that's eight damage. So he's not dead. Wow. But he's pretty well close to dead. So what what did your shot look like? Um, the truth is that soul, soul, uh, doesn't doesn't really want to shoot to kill. He he'd prefer to shoot to incapacitate, even though, you know, in in, in Coruscant sometimes you got to. So he he thought he had the right shot, but he kind of hit him in the shoulder instead of square in the chest and knocked him on his back. And there's kind of some smoke coming off of his shoulder, and also where he was shot a few times earlier. He's He's just kind of smoldering on the ground right now. Yeah, he's, he's on the ground. Smoke is coming off him. He's breathing very heavily. He could probably move, but he he just can't deal with the pain that he's in. You have him on the ground. What would you like to do? Banis just holds out his little blaster at him and says, You're under arrest. <laughs> then he looks at Saul and kind of smiles and kind of nods at him. Right? Right? Um, Saul gets to his feet, uh, and he gives, um, Manus a nod and says, yep, this guy's under arrest. He's coming downtown with us. All right, pick him up. We're taking him in. I feel like Saul would toss some binders over to Manus. Um, Saul reaches into his pocket. Uh, he's, he's, he's got them kind of looped on his belt, and he tosses them over to Manus. Cuff him. Manus walks over and puts the binders on. So, uh, why'd you do it? So you put the binders on him, and you prop him up against the wall. And as you prop him up, you hear a uh, a crinkling from inside his cloak. Manus reaches inside his cloak. And you find a piece of parchment with 11 names on it. I think I found the rest of the list. Saul walks over and kind of peers over his shoulder at the list scratching his head oh look at that so why'd you kill the ambassador you 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 were his experiment we we could use you who is we us the the dims people like you belong with people like us 
He made you for us. I don't think you really knew him that well. We know enough. I think he made us for himself. We were his toys. You'll be our toys now. Don't think this is all of us. Manus looks over at Saul. I think we need to find these other people and keep them safe. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you there, rookie. This, uh, this case goes all the way to the top, and we're going to follow it there. You and me, kid. We'll figure this out. And as you say that, you hear the sirens of the clone cruisers closing in on your location. Manus looks at the guy. How did you learn about the list? Like I tell you. You should. If you know what he did to us, then you know what I can do. His eyes go a little bit wide. Well, it, it, somebody told some, somebody told us. It was uh, that ambassador. Uh, I think Emra No, something like that. Yeah, the Chevin. Paid a good price for that info. The Chevin. Interesting. It wasn't Ambassador Aria Sol, the Mune. The, I mean, it was it was her list, but Chevin gave us the let us know about it. And why would she do that? Cash. Everybody likes a good paycheck. Some of us have uh, nice deep pockets. Don't expect me to stay in prison for very long. With that, Manus walks over to Saul. Well, looks like we have our new case partner. We sure do. And he smacks him on the lower back. Guess we have to go arrest this Chevin ambassador. You're right about that. Uh, Saul slaps him even harder on the back and knocks him forward a little bit. Ha 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 ha. All right. All right, kid. Here we go. So before long, the clones arrive. So we, we see um, Afko Ronkles hiding around the corner from one of the clones because he doesn't want to be found by them. <laughs> and uh, keep wanting to call you lucky, Doug. Um, <laughs> Sol is uh, sitting in the back of one of the clone speeders getting getting patched up. We see that the guy with the, the shock glove hands, now without the gloves on, being led away into the back of a clone cruiser and they forcefully push his head down as they put him in the back seat. Uh, a few days later, it's... It's daytime, and Manus is standing in an office, and we see some some interesting decor on the walls. It's uh, it shows sort of elephant-like people um, with big, long faces and tusks and big, fleshy lips doing all sorts of weird things. He's got an appointment with the Chevin ambassador, Emrian No. The ambassador comes out. How could I help you? Well. Seems that uh, your information you sold caused a ambassador to get uh, killed. She raises an eyebrow. What do you know about it? Enough that you need to come down to the uh, station with us. And as you say that, Sol walks in along with the Miri Allen and the, the Troig. Uh, you're going to have to come downtown with us. We've got uh, some questions for you, and we, we're going to need some answers. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Miss Mary Allen, would you please uh, read the suspect their rights and take them away? Yeah, it just looks at Saul. Looks like this is the beginning of a long relationship. Right, partner? You got that right, partner. Um, and they grasp hands, shake them, uh, screen freezes, and cuts to darkness. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Chris and Doug for playing on this episode. You can hear Chris on Redemption Podcast, and you can find Doug's art at DougCEberhart.com. Our music is by Mark Eberhart and Nick Scourin. You can find Nick's music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, Coruscant Nights on Instagram, and you can email us at coruscantnightspod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? 
leave us a five-star review on iTunes or visit our Patreon. Be sure to stop by our Patreon for bonus episodes and a whole lot more. Find us at patreon.com slash Nights. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode. Well, maybe an advantage is that it actually takes us past uh, Watering Hall, and I recognize one of the patrons outside who mm-hmm. may have seen our astromectoroid, and I know I can trust his opinion. All right, so you walk past Marnix. Mm-hmm. You see outside a fellow Pantoran mm. named Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him, but... Yeah. Hello. He's looking, he's looking all right. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't know these two. Hey, Dion, how's it going? Jeff, I haven't seen you in a year at least. It's been a while. Uh, what brings you down here? Well, my apprentices and I are running an errand for one of our masters at the temple. Oh, apprentices, huh? Yes. Look like a handful. They are. Sometimes I question why I took them out of the city at this time of night. Have I, I've seen, I think I've seen this one, the, the bopping before, uh... Where did he see? Why would you recognize you? I think we're going to have a chat with Master Yoda when we get back to the temple. Yeah, you might want to do that. <laughs> so what, uh, what, why, why are you guys down here? Well, we're searching for a red and white astromech droid. Have you seen one rolled by? Oh. Uh, headed to Ajax. Well, Arjax? Yeah, Arjax. Arjax. Yeah, a couple hours ago. Yeah, it was, it was going in that direction. Oh. Did you see it come back? I didn't. Hmm. So he might still be out here in the neighborhood. It's possible. Tell me about Jeff. Jeff the Pantoran. Jeff the Pantoran. Well, we knew each other from growing up on Pantora. The Pantora. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. One of the planets that's typically inhabited by Pantorans. And early on, we thought we were both going to go to the Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. But he decided that he was more interested in building ships and being a mechanic for them. In fact, he was the one who suggested years ago, he said, if you become a Jedi, you should try to fly one of the Sky Sprites. How's that old thing uh, holding up? It's great. A lot of the other Jedi are jealous of me because it's a really good model and it actually has room. It's got that back seat. Yeah, so I can bring these two Yahoos along with me. Yahoo! Yahoo! (laughs) 